0: Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, offering compassionate healthcare for all. Learn more about their services, including statewide access to medication-assisted treatment for alcohol and opioid use disorders at ucsonline.org. Today is Monday. It's the 11th of July. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. A 24-hour abortion waiting period has begun being enforced in Iowa. The state attorney general made the announcement on Friday. The law requires people seeking an abortion to get two separate appointments at least a day apart. The first to certify the patient got an ultrasound and was given the option to see the image, and the second to get an abortion. Providers started following that three weeks ago when an Iowa Supreme Court ruling allowed the 2020 law to take effect. Sally Frank is a law professor at Drake University.
1: If you live in a rural area and you have to drive two or three hours to get to a clinic, you have to get a full day off from work twice, you have to have your kids covered and babysat for, et cetera, twice, maybe even have to spend overnight because it's such a long trip.
0: Frank says a lower court will now consider whether or not the waiting period is constitutional. Meanwhile, thousands of Iowans gathered outside the Iowa Capitol yesterday to protest against attempts to restrict abortion. IPR's Katerina Sostaric has more.
2: Several groups, including Planned Parenthood and the Iowa Coalition for Collective Change, hosted the event. It drew a huge crowd of people, many holding signs and wearing shirts declaring their support for protecting the right to terminate a pregnancy. Jean Swenson says her mother told her stories from before the Roe v. Wade decision when Iowans had to travel to Chicago or New York to get abortions or they would try to perform an Abortion themselves, which could be very risky.
0: But we will never
2: go back to those days because abortion rights are human rights. (laughs) Abortion is still legal in Iowa up to 20 weeks of pregnancy. On Saturday, a group of about two dozen people gathered at the State House to pray for an end to abortion.
0: Davenport is one of three cities in North America selected to participate in the Marine Litter Pilot Project. Robin Dunn with Davenport Public Works says it involves catching litter in the area streams to see if they can glean some information about the sources of that litter.
1: This particular device is basically um, anchored from either side of the um, creek with booms. And then at the end of those two booms that are kind of positioned in a V, there's a cage-like looking trap. Um, So as litter is coming downstream, it hits those booms and the booms direct that litter then to the trap.
0: Dunn says they hope to target the types of education and outreach needed after learning the sources of the litter. The other pilot projects are in cities in Mexico and Canada. An appeals court has eliminated some of the damages Monsanto and BASF has to pay to a southeastern Missouri fruit farmer. Harvest Public Media's Jonathan All tells us the fight over the damage dicamba did to the orchard
1: is headed back to court. Bader Farms near the Missouri Boot Hill sued Monsanto and BASF, saying the weed killer dicamba drifted from nearby soybean fields into their orchards and caused massive damage. In 2020, a jury awarded the farm $15 million to make up for losses and $250 million in punitive damages. An appeals court lowered that amount to $60 million two years ago. A different appeals court zeroed that number out and ruled the punitive part of the decision should head back to court. A statement from Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, says the farm's claims are without merit and maintains that dicamba does not cause crop loss. Bader Farms and their attorney did not immediately respond to requests for comment. And in eastern Iowa, the Vinton Public
0: Library is now closed indefinitely. Two directors left in two years amid community complaints over books, and now the interim director has left. The Cedar Rapids Gazette reports the previous directors left after city residents complained about the library's display of LGBTQ books and books about Democratic President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. The library board met last week to accept the resignation of Colton Neely, the interim director, Neely, formerly the library's children's director, will become a museum curator in Burlington. Thanks for listening to you here first from IPR News, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Clay Masters.
2: Can we heal the environment? In Kansas, we're working on it. Up From Dust is a podcast about how humans reshaped the world to fit urban landscapes and agricultural needs. We'll meet the people who are rolling up their sleeves to find more sustainable ways forward. Listen to Up From Dust from KCUR, part of the NPR Network.